You're listening to Saturday Morning Rewind with your hosts, Tim and Gary. Grab a bowl of Lucky Charms, put on your hammer pants, slip on your power glove, and relive your childhood with a show dedicated to the love of animation. I am the terror that flaps in the night. Disney. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. And so much more. It's time for Saturday Morning Rewind. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of Saturday Morning Rewind. And actually, it's going to be the very first official episode of the year 2019. So congratulations. We all made it to 2019. And of course, my name is Tim Adele. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram. It's at Tim the Tune Man or also at Saturday Rewind. And I am your co-host, and equally thankful that we made it this far. <laughs> I, my name is Gary Lane. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at SMRGary. Sweet. Yeah, man. We're coming up on seven years of doing the podcast. That is just insane, I think. Wow. Yeah. That doesn't even seem right. Yeah, of course, you came around maybe six years ago or something. I think you came around maybe a year and a half I was, after I was already doing the show. Yeah, and then I a, think so. about four years ago, you started co-hosting i think that might be right right something like that yeah 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 because it was right before our first d23 trip and that's about to happen again this summer and it happens every two years so yeah about about four years ago you you came along and started co-hosting with me so that's crazy it's it's your four year anniversary huh go me (laughs) i do believe it was january that you started yeah i think it was the first episode of the year oh there you go (laughs) I believe I, I could be mistaken. Yeah, I think that yeah. sounds right to me. So send everybody, everybody, send Gary a little nice little tweet or message or whatnot. You know, happy yeah. anniversary, happy birthday, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Birthiversary. But yeah, man, 2018 is over, and I'm I'm glad it is. I mean, it was a good year, but we had a lot of big celebrity deaths. I think, especially in the animation world and comic yeah. book world, of course. So here's 2019. So far, though, man, we've already had like three deaths so far in 2019 in the animation world. It's been brutal. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I can say that the volume didn't seem as high last year, Mm -hmm. but it was bigger names. I think uh, so. For the most part. So here's to hoping this year is a little bit better. Yep. And, of course, I finished off my 2018 in Florida. I was at my high school 20th reunion in Florida because that's where I graduated. I'm in Montana now, so it was a you know it was a good trip to get away from the wintertime. I left right after yeah. Christmas. Uh, it, it was like actually, it's been a much warmer winter up in Montana than usual, right? Which scares me because I know it's right around the corner and it's gonna just bombard us like crazy. Yeah, but it was nice to get away and be in 75 degree weather right after Christmas because yeah. that does not happen in Montana. I, I can completely understand that. And I'm I'm in North Carolina and I spent my Christmas in North Carolina and it was seventy degrees, which is pretty <laughs> un, crazy. Un, unusual. Yeah, that's insane. We had a good yeah. time. I had a good time meet uh hanging out with friends that I haven't hung out with in ten to about twenty years, honestly. There's some of them I haven't seen since graduation night that were there, so it was a good time. Wow, that's pretty cool. I had a good time seeing family that I haven't seen since last Christmas. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. No, that sounds that sounds really cool, man. Nah, it was an amazing time. But I'm glad to be back with the family and, and focusing on the podcast and YouTube stuff more. And speaking of YouTube stuff, go follow us right now on YouTube. I got two channels. It is if you go to our website, SaturdayMorningRewind.com, 
click on the YouTube section, you'll see both channels right there. So make sure to subscribe both of those. One is like a personal vlog style, where I try to keep it 80s or 90s related, but you know, it's my personal vlog. So go follow that one. It's I have a, a low amount of followers right now. I can really appreciate, you know, I can really use some more followers out there. And the main one is the Saturday Morning Rewind uh, YouTube page. It has about 17,000 uh, subscribers right now. But we can always use more. So please subscribe to both of those right now. Yeah, please do. And I don't have a personal YouTube, but if I did, I'd, I'd plug it here. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. I wouldn't let you. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> okay, so while I was away in Florida, I saw a little movie called Bumblebee. And yes. that is going to be kind of the focus on this very first episode of 2019. We're going to be talking about live-action movies based on cartoons. So hopefully you guys enjoy it. And I guess we'll just get right into it. So Yeah. So Bumblebee, first thoughts when I first saw the trailer, I was iffy about it. You know, first time around with the teaser trailer. Mm-hmm. I didn't know, you know, because the Michael Bay ones kind of leave a bad, you know, taste in your mouth after a while. They do. Not saying that they all were horrible. Ninety percent of them were pretty bad. But um, so I didn't know what to expect with Bumblebee, yeah. and then we got the first official trailer where you see more of the Transformers and how they look, mm-hmm. and that's that's when it sold me on this movie. Yeah, because we get the Generation One Transformers look in a movie finally. Mm-hmm. So yeah. tell me what your thoughts were uh, quickly, you know, a little bit about the movie. I mean, how, how did you, did you enjoy the movie? I did. I thought it was actually really good. Uh, I, I had some problems with the pacing, but Exactly. Overall, Thank like, you. Thank you. That's one of my main problems with, with the pacing. But yeah. it's it's a prequel setting up new characters. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I had the same problem with pacing, though. It seemed a little off. It did. Uh, there were parts where I was kind of bored, honestly. Yep. Yep. But and there were parts that really reeked of the original Transformers movie, but still, I mean, better, I think. Yeah. Like, the part where he destroyed the house, which I don't think yeah. that's a spoiler. No, I'm it's not, not going to give away spoilers. That but... reminded me of the whole um, scene in the first movie about yeah. um, Sam being in his bedroom and his parents not liking it or whatever. Right. Yeah. That game, I still that... think they handled it better this time. I around. think so. It was a little too long, but oh well. What are you going to do? At least yeah. there was no Transformer balls hanging. That's <laughs> true. The, in <laughs> fact, most of the adult humor was pretty absent. In this exactly. One, which I thought was nice. And that has always been my number one complaint about the Michael Bay movies. You know, say what you will about, you know, the story, the characters, the comedy in those mm-hmm. movies. It just seemed as if it was written by a five-year-old. Right. And we did right. not see... I, don't remember any scene where I actually rolled my eyes in this movie. Mm-mm. And that was no. uncommon for a Transformers movie. I know. I thought the same thing. <laughs> yeah, so I was sitting there. First off, people who... I didn't read any many reviews before I saw it because I don't want to be spoiled or anything, but a lot of people were excited that it was Michael Bayless and that they were finally doing it right. What mm-hmm. I don't understand is how can they say that when this movie is obviously a, just a prequel to Michael Bay's movies? I know. That's I, I what... was so happy until, you know, the end of the movie. And then it, you realize very quickly this isn't oh, its own thing. It's you, just connected to the You realize universe. within the first 10 minutes because Bumblebee loses That's his true. vocals. That's right, yeah. 
Yeah. And that was the first time I felt bored, honestly. Yeah. Whenever exactly. that happened, yep. I was like, oh, crap. To hear him again. talk, finally, to hear him talk before he lost uh-huh. his vocals, I was so excited. Yeah. Because and it wasn't Dan Gilvison, but the guy did an okay job. Mm-hmm. I didn't mind it. Yeah. But I was so excited because I really didn't know if it was in the same universe. I I truly thought it was a reboot. I thought yeah. they were starting over. And so that is probably my number one negative comment about this movie was that everybody treated it as if it was a reboot mm-hmm. and it was not a reboot. I mean, they're still going to, he's still going to meet up with Sam Witwicky from the first movie. And right. only the difference is going to be if they make more movies after this is it's going to be the look of the transformers. Right. But I mean, the storytelling is good, and and ultimately that's what we want. Who cares where it goes in the future? I guess yeah. as long as they can keep it interesting along the way. My um, I think my number one gripe would be mm-hmm. John Cena. Yeah, he's really bad. In yeah, this movie. I mean, I've I don't think I've ever seen a movie he's ever been in. I'm not a wrestler guy. I don't I don't watch wrestling. Never really have, except for the classics in the '80s. Right. So I've never seen any of his movies, but every time I see him as one of the main cast, it just reminds me of a straight-to-video movie. Right. And usually it is, I think. Mm-hmm. So I don't know yeah. why, out of all the people they can get, why John Cena? I don't I don't know either. And I've, I've seen him a couple times in, like, the Daddy's Home movies. Oh, that's and right. He's, okay. He's equally stiff in those, but, mm-hmm. like... There's more for him to do in the second Daddy's Home movie. Yeah, I thought he was a little bit funnier. He's supposed to be a, a, a high up, a big figure in the military. I was not intimidated by him whatsoever, honestly. No, no. And he's a big dude. He, yeah. He just stood there with kind of a grumpy look on his face. Yeah. That was mostly what he was there for. <laughs> so I think, honestly, that is my biggest gripe. And coming from a Transformer movie, that's not so bad. No, it's really not. I mean, most of the characters that he replaced were just as unlikable in the other Transformers yeah. movies. So <laughs> Yeah, I would so much rather have him than all of the stupid kindergarten comedy from yeah. the number, especially number two. Number two was the worst I out of agree. all of the Transformer movies. So I'm glad, I'm glad it's finally a different take on the mm-hmm. Transformers, but I am so glad they have the looks down. I mean... The Transformers we see in this movie look just like the cartoon series. Right, I know. Uh, one funny thing, my my wife never, she didn't grow up watching Transformers, and it's never been a thing that's mattered to her, but through me, she's seen pretty much all five of the movies. Mm-hmm. And, and so at, in the very beginning of this movie, it opens on Cybertron with this really cool-looking fight mm-hmm. sequence. And... As soon as Bumblebee got shot to Earth at the end of that fight sequence, she leaned over to me and she said, this is already way better. <laughs> yes. And I think that's as glowing a recommendation yeah. as you can get someone who doesn't care about the franchise saying, uh, yeah. this is good. <laughs> I agree. But at the same same time, I was thinking, why can't we get a Cybertron movie? Why can't that be the prequel movie? I know. Which, I mean, I guess we'll get to see it more because they're yeah. doing an Optimus Prime prequel. Yeah, so exactly. maybe more Cybertron. There. And they are mis- I, loved, I love the look of it. Yeah, no, I did, I did too. But actually, that's another gripe of mine. Was it, it took place in the eighties? I yeah. didn't get that vibe throughout the movie that it was in the eighties. Oh, I kind of did. Just for the a music, the, mainly. 
Yeah, the music and the dialogue that like the mom and the little brother stuff oh, yeah. felt like an eighties movie, but I just to me like a movie like Ready Player One felt more like an eighties movie and that was in the future. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's they could have done a lot better, I think, making it look like it's eighties. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, it, I mean, it, they did great. Maybe it just felt out of the element because they were using characters I'm used to in modern time. That right. might be why I didn't feel like it was in the 80s. Yeah, yeah, I can, I can understand that. Uh, I didn't really have a problem with that necessarily, but I, it did. At times, I actually thought that the 80s stuff felt kind of forced with the music and everything. Yeah, so, the music especially. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I liked the direction they were headed and I have to say Haley Steinfeld I've not seen that many movies of hers like the True Grit remake and Zombieland are the only two that come to mind and she's really good in this movie yeah yeah, she was yeah great job by her and but if I can say one thing if if somebody that's involved with producing the next movie is listening why don't you guys get the original voice cast yeah I mean first of all you would think they'd be so much cheaper than the people you do get. That's true. Because And nobody cares who's voicing it, except for the true hardcore people like me and you. Right. We, we would know if somebody original is voicing it, and that would make the movie so much better. I know. That is true. Uh, they still did some fan service, I think, because they had Jess Harnell in there as Barricade, yeah. and... Steve Bloom was Will Jack, and I'm pretty sure Steve Bloom has done Transformers in another series. Okay, okay yeah, as well. in the recent ones, yeah. And uh, let's see, Grey Delisle was RC, which was yep. nice to hear. Which I didn't, don't, I don't remember her talking in the movie. I don't either, actually. When I was watching it, and, I, and I'm friends with her on Facebook, and she, you know, announced that she was RC, and then mm-hmm. I watched it like a week later, and I was like, but I don't remember RC talking. Yeah, yeah, that was kind of <laughs> strange. <laughs> But, yeah, Angela Bassett and Justin Theroux were the two main villains, I believe. Mm. And I thought they were okay. But, I thought they were yeah, okay. why not get the original cast? But honestly, why not get known Decepticons? Right. You know what I mean? I feel like they're smart enough to know that if they ever replaced Optimus Prime in one of exactly. these movies, as long yeah. as Peter Cullen is alive, they would get destroyed. Well, they didn't do that with the first movie when they didn't get Frank Welker. I mean, people were upset over it. But people, people still watched it, and I I still really enjoyed the first movie. You know, you can hate me for saying that. The first movie is no, actually I'm, I'm it's you. actually pretty good. If, if you take out some yeah. of the comedy, it's actually a good movie. Mm-hmm. I like, and I think that watching the the first Transformers versus Bumblebee, you can see how far the graphics have come. Mm-hmm. Because while I liked the action of the first movie, going back, it's almost unwatchable because it's so hard to see what's going on. Yep. Yep. And. Nowadays, it's so clear well, and everything be- is... Because my, my, I think my main gripe from the beginning with the Michael Bay ones, besides the comedy, was the look of all the Transformers. Yeah. You were so confused on who was who because when they were in the you know robot form, they, mm-hmm. all, they all had the same look to them. Yeah, it's true. And finally, this one, they didn't do that. They made it look like the animated series, which may not make sense on Cybertron because why would they look like a truck on Cybertron. You know what I mean? Right. Right. But it just gave it a better feel. You know, it, it gave it a, a generation one Transformers mm-hmm. feel to read this movie. Yeah. Yeah. I can agree with that. I, I liked the way that 
I don't remember them ever actually transforming mid like battle sequence before, like towards the end, whenever Bumblebee's fighting the two bad guys and he kind of jumps and like turns into the car, mm-hmm. like riding up the damn wall. And Stop. he, uh, dude, this is a, a kid friendly show. <laughs> don't the, say the that. wall of the dam. Sorry. There you go. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I thought that it was, it just looked really cool the way that they did that. And the, mid-action sequence transforming stuff. Agreed. Uh, there's one voice actress you did not mention because oh. she actually didn't voice anybody. I, did, it oh, was, yeah. I, I didn't realize it was her until I was looking up the credits. Uh, uh-huh. Pamela Adlon was Sally. Was that her mom in the movie? Yes. Yeah. I did not realize that was Pamela Adlon. Of course, she is the voice of Bobby on King of the Hill. And the whole time I was watching, I was like, who is this yeah. lady? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know that voice. But That's so cool. And that face. Yeah. Yeah. It was really cool. All right, so last October 2018, I had the privilege of interviewing Dan Gibbleson, who was the voice, the original voice of Bumblebee from the 80s from the Transformers cartoon. And so I'm going to play just a little bit of the interview where we talk about Bumblebee. And this full interview is going to be on the podcast probably in a week or so as as their own its own episode. So stay tuned for that. But in the meantime, here is a little quick sound clip of my interview with Dan. Hey, Toomsters, this is Buster Bunny. No relation to Babs Bunny. We interrupt your regularly scheduled program to bring you this very important interview from Saturday Morning Rewind. When you went in there to audition for Bumblebee, did they tell you what they wanted out of the voice? Yeah, Wally, um, Wally worked with me. Um, he worked with all the actors. Um, the director on, a, on an animated series has a, a lot of knowledge about the character from the get-go because they've been to production meetings, they've, they've read, you know, they've seen sketches, they've read the character descriptions. So Wally really led me through a lot. He would, he would say, you know, uh, rough him up a little bit, you know, drop the, make it, uh, make it ing, don't make it ing, make it n, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, I'm going, not I'm going, I'm going. Um, make him a little higher pitched, he's younger. So yeah, it, I was really guided into that direction. But the interesting thing about that was, when I went to the callback um, uh, for Transformers, Wally came out of the uh, out of the booth and said, "Well, it must be nice knowing you already have a role." And I said, "What?" He said, "Yeah, the producers know they want you for Bumblebee, but they also want to see you uh, see you for Spike." Um, and ultimately, they decided that since we had so much to do together, Bumblebee and yeah. Spike, uh, they chose the great Corey Burton uh, to course, do Spike. So I thought that was I had never I'd never been to a callback where I knew I had the job. Wow! Yeah, it was pretty awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Now there's a new Bumblebee movie coming out in December. Yeah. It looks more like the Generation One than the other movies do. Yeah. What do you think about that? I think it's going to be really good, and the reason I think that is Volkswagen has allowed them to use the bug. Good. So what this says to me is it's got a lot of heart. It's going to have a lot of humor, and it's not going to be like a big bang 'em up war movie. Yeah. That was um, that was Volkswagen's main concern. That's why they okay. made it a Camaro. I didn't they would yeah they would not give them the rights to use the bug in the Michael Bay movies because they didn't want to be associated with war movies. Something about wow. that whole World War II thing that uh, <laughs> that they were still suffering under. So what this says to me is this is going to be um, a, a lot funnier. It's going to have a lot more heart. It's basically a boy and his dog story. Except it's a girl in her car, yeah. you know. So I, I, I'm looking forward to yeah, it. I so think it's going to be good. I wasn't until I saw the most recent trailer. The trailers make it look yeah. like a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Toonsters. Flint here from GI Joe. I can't bring up the laser threat weapon system. Lady J, get your battle gear on because Cobra's on their way. We got to get out of here. And now, back to the show with Tim and Gary. Yo, Joe.
All right, so there you go. I love Dan. He's a good guy. Wow. There's so much to unpack from that yeah. brief clip that you played. <laughs> That's super interesting. I had no idea about the Volkswagen. Yeah, I didn't either. I just thought they just wanted to give them the rights. So Yeah. Hmm. Wow. So that... It kind of makes me look back a little less yeah. frustrated about because, the original, but I, I don't know. Because when you first watch original, you just think, oh, Michael Bay didn't want a, a quote-unquote, you know, like a wussy car. You know what I mean? Right, yeah, I thought they were going with what was popular at the yeah. time. Yep, but not, that's not the case. Hmm. That's really cool. Okay, so the next thing we want to talk about is live action movies in general based on cartoon series. So Gary and I were talking and we kind of picked out our favorite live action cartoon movies. I pulled up a list, I found one on Wikipedia. There's a lot to choose from. Yeah. But at the same time, there's not a lot to choose from that were good. I know. <laughs> this was actually a really hard, hard task. Way, way harder than I thought it would yeah. be. Yeah. Um, so I, 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 I just pulled, I just pulled like a ran, some random ones here. There was the, the Rocky and Bullwinkle movie, the Alvin and Chipmunks. There's four of them, which I can't believe there's actually four of them. I know. There's one that I did not know there was. There's a live action Baby Huey movie from 1998. Really? Yeah. It's called wow. Baby Huey's Great Easter Adventure. It's a direct-to-video from 1998. Wow. I had <laughs> I, I loved Baby Huey, and That's... I'm surprised I didn't know this. Of course, I was graduating that year, so I'm sure I didn't wouldn't have watched it. But Nah, that can't be the reason. <laughs> <laughs> but Baby Huey movie, I need to watch that at some point. I have not heard anything about it. No, that's amazing. Yeah, so of course there's the Bumblebee movie we just talked about. There's Casper, 95. Uh, Charlotte's Web, I guess, based on a live, I mean, based on a cartoon movie. I guess that counts. From 2006. Mm -hmm. Uh, Dragon Ball Evolution from 2009. Most people hate that movie. I don't don't hate it. I just don't consider it a Dragon Ball movie whatsoever. Um, I never saw it, honestly. Yeah, there's uh, Fat Albert from 2004, which I have not seen. I have. It's okay. Okay. There's the Flintstones <laughs> from 94 with John Goodman. I, I I want to like that movie. I just can't. Oh, it's so bad. <laughs> it looks beautiful. It looks uh-huh. amazing. If they can just do a John Goodman and Rick Moranis movie, just have them in a better story, Yeah, it would be a great movie. And even Elizabeth Perkins, who played Wilma, who, of course, yeah. she was the main woman from Big with Tom Hanks, if you guys didn't know that. She's a love interest on Big. She plays Wilma in the movie, but Rosie O'Donnell as Betty, <laughs> who most people always right. say that Betty was the most attractive of the two. That was an interesting <laughs> choice. <laughs> yeah. So that's not going to be in my favorite list right there. No. We've got I, the... I thought I liked that movie because I saw it when I was young, yeah. but I rewatched it last year, I think, and it's hard to sit through. It is hard, but it looks beautiful, though. Whereas Casper is the opposite. Exactly. I didn't think I liked that yeah. movie that much, but rewatching it last year, I was like, this yes. is so funny. <laughs> it's fun. It's actually a good movie. I agree. We got yeah. the Garbage Pail movie, which, oh, yeah. yeah, that's not very good either. Garfield, <laughs> another one that I wanted to love so bad. Just can't yeah. do it, though. It's probably one of my least favorite movies. Uh, <laughs> the G.I. Joe movies, which I think they're fun. I like them. Yep. Mm-hmm. Inspector Gadget, 1999, Matthew Broderick. I have never actually seen it. Oh, it's not great. I hear it's not it's good not at awful. all. Are is uh is Penny and are they in Penny and Brain in it at all? I haven't seen them in the trailer. 
Penny is in it. It's oh boy, what was her name? She was in Eurotrip. Uh, oh, red hair oh, girl. Trackenberg, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, Michelle Trachtenberg. And I think that Brain was just a dog. I don't think he oh, okay. had any sort of That's a shame. CG. Yeah. Okay, well then, keep going. Uh, Gemma Holograms from 2015. A lot of people hate that movie, but I enjoy it for what it was. As do I. Last Airbender. I have never seen it. I have seen it, and I have the unpopular opinion that I think it's okay. Well, there you go. But- <laughs> I don't know that I don't know the source material. I've never exactly. seen that me cartoon. Either. I'm sure I would be enraged if I saw the cartoon. Yeah, me either. <laughs> Masters of the Universe, 1987, starring Dolph Lundgren. It's a guilty pleasure of mine. I really enjoy that yeah. film. <laughs> that one's all right. <laughs> it's got m- many problems, but I enjoy yeah. it because of those problems. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Popeye from 1980 with Robin Williams. Yeah. That's a movie, it's a guilty pleasure, but it's not a good movie in my eyes. I haven't seen it since I was a kid, so I can't Mm. comment. It's another movie that looks beautiful, and Rob Mm -hmm. Williams is amazing in it, but I just have problems with the movie. Yeah, I think that's a tough property to try to 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 do. All right, keep going here. We got Richie Rich with Macaulay Culkin from 94. I haven't seen that since 94. Uh, oh, I think I rewatched that recently, and it doesn't hold up. Uh, probably not. We got Scooby Doo from two thousand two. I thought it was pretty good. I didn't hate it. I, I like it too. <laughs> you can hate us all you want. I I enjoyed it for what it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, Smurfs from twenty eleven. I didn't think it was horrible. I didn't see it. I'm not going to mention my my favorites quite yet. <laughs> we have the uh, newest Ninja Turtle movies from 2014, 2016. Another franchise where mm-hmm. most people hate it, but I actually kind of enjoyed it. Um, yeah. I truly felt like they reminded me of the animated series from the 80s. I agree. My, I, I think my only problem with those movies are is Will Arnett. Right. And the look of the turtles. Agreed. So, yeah. I, I like. I actually like the first one. A lot of people don't. Yeah, I do. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I thought it was, I was very surprised when I watched it. Mm-hmm. And even the second one. The second one more, it felt more like the animated series a little more sillier you know what i mean yeah but for some reason i didn't like the second one as yeah i know i remember you saying did. that i really I, li- I like the second one better than the first one hmm. so but of course that's not in my pick we have all the right. transformer movies like we said um the second one revenge of the fallen was one of my least favorite movies of the 2000s agree um the last night was equally as bad it was it was pretty awful oh it had some cool scenes, but there was a whole lot of crap to wade through yeah. to get to them. It had the comedy. The comedy was just back in full force. Yeah, it was. Which the one before that was the one before that. The, uh, well, the one with the uh, Dinobots. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, that one didn't have as much comedy, so I enjoyed that one more. Mm-hmm. But anyways underdog from 2007 was out there it was it is what it was i didn't really like it that much but it was all right i, I never saw it that was jason lee right it jason was. lee continuing and, on his kids movie yeah franchise. and his acting that's when it really started to go downhill for me <laughs> much well, like say it earlier, much like what's I her am. name much like what's her name in a uh, dog's purpose or what dog's way home or whatever that movie was that Bryce i'm always yes that i'm ripping yeah. apart because her vocals are just god awful <laughs> well, she's doing a thing she doesn't do in movies very often, which is be like 
happy and energetic. That's true. That's true. Usually she's, you, you got the, I can't say it, I guess on a kid friendly, she's got that oh. look to her that, you know, she's very mm-hmm. not happy. Yeah. Yeah. The RBF, I believe. Is yeah. The there you go. There you go. That's what I was looking for. Person. Yeah. Okay. So this <laughs> next one here, I haven't seen. Have you seen Woody Woodpecker from 2017? I have not. And I don't know. It's it's CG, isn't it? I don't think it's live he action. He is. No, he's CG. But oh, everybody okay. else is is uh, live action. And oh. oddly enough, it's getting good reviews from people who watch it. Hmm. But it's got nobody in it I recognize. It's like a it's like a filmed in Mexico or something. I don't know. It's weird. I know Eric Bowser's yeah, Woody Woodpecker. Woody Woodpecker. That's the only yeah. person I know. Okay, so I listed off. There's. I mean, there's many, many more you can choose from. But yeah. Gary, tell me. What is what is your favorite live action cartoon movie? I can't believe you didn't list Yogi Bear, man. You know that wasn't on the list. I don't think. Maybe I just skipped over. Really? It. I don't think it was. <laughs> I don't blame you. Uh, it's not terrible, but I kind of like it. I haven't seen it. And and we didn't talk about it too, or I didn't say anything. But I actually do kind of like the Alvin and the Chipmunks movies. I don't think they're all that bad. Yeah. Uh, I, I like two of the. 2.5 of the four, I I've, would say. One I've of them was seen, terrible, but I don't remember which one. I've seen the first three. I, I really yeah. enjoyed the first one. I like the first one a lot, and the second one was bad, I, I think. I think that's the and bad the one, yeah. third one was okay, where they're shipwrecked with yep. uh, yeah. Jenny Slate. <laughs> yeah. But And then the fourth one's pretty good again. Yeah, see, again, I it's... I watched that it's, for the first time last year. It's a thing where I would have enjoyed it more if the chipmunks looked better. I know they look going for a yeah. realistic look, mm-hmm. but you're basing it on a franchise. Right. Make it look like that franchise. Agreed. And I, I see a lot of hate being thrown around at, at these movies, but the, the truth is neither one of us are the target demographic. No, exactly. Like, no. They're for kids. And, no. and so I, I sort of have to separate myself when I'm watching a movie like that, which may be why things I'm more gracious with something like Alvin and the Chipmunks versus Bumblebee because I know what's being made for mm-hmm. who. True. And I don't know. Also those are shorter. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh I'm I had a really hard time picking a favorite cartoon movie because I don't know. I, I like more than I dislike, I think. Honestly but, out of all the ones I listed, I enjoy most of those. For, yeah. for what they were, yeah. like I keep saying, I, for what they were, I enjoy most of those, knowing that they're bad movies, but they remind me of a franchise or a cartoon that I loved. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I actually wasn't going to say this earlier, but I think I'm going to go with The Adventures of Rocky and Bullwinkle because I, I forgot about that one, but yeah, I love that movie. I kind of remember you loving that one. We talked about it a couple of years ago, and you actually liked it. I've never seen it, so I can't say. Oh, it's it's terrible, but like in the best kind of way. <laughs> <laughs> what was the other one you were going to say? I don't remember, honestly. I, I feel like... I'm not sure if I ever settled 100% on something, but okay. probably G.I. Joe. Yeah. Because I really liked both of those. Yeah. I the agree. first one was weird, but I liked it. Yeah, me too. Okay, so... Mine... I mean, it's not really cheating... It is based on a cartoon, but it's based on two source materials, the cartoon and the comic book. Uh-huh. I'm choosing 1990s Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Okay. I think that is my most favorite live-action movie based on a cartoon. Um, I guess, you, I mean, you can say it is based on the comic, which it is, but there's a lot mm-hmm. in the movie 
that was straight out of the com of the cartoon series. Like April O'Neil, she was a reporter, and I guess in the comics she was a, a lab assistant or a, like a computer programmer or something like that. Mm-hmm. And also in the comic book, I, I don't think the love of pizza came to be until the the, the cartoon series from the eighties. And so that, that was in there. Sense. That was in there as well. So it's a good mixture of both. It's got the darker, you know, city and darker vibe from the comic mm-hmm. book. But I would I would go out and say that seventy percent of it is based on the animated series. Yeah, I can I can definitely get that that feeling. But it is a little more adult with the exactly. mild swearing exactly. and stuff. Yeah, so that's where the you know thirty forty percent comes in of the comic book to me at least. Right. So. Right. But, and they could actually use weapons in the first one. Exactly. The second movie is definitely. This was going to say the second cartoon. one is hundred percent the cartoon. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which I love that film too. So if I had to say either one, and if people say, you know, yeah, but the the first movie is more on the comic book, if they say that, I would just go and say the second one then because I love both of them. Right. That's understandable. I mean, they're they're both pretty good. Uh, I like the first one the best. Me too. And when I was a kid, it was the opposite, though. Oh, yeah. I loved this, the second one. Yeah. It's kind of like when you're a kid, you know, the second Back to the Future is my favorite because it was cool. You know what I mean? Or, Less... yeah, or Temple of Doom or exactly. Temple of Jedi. It, we, exactly. It, it, it's yeah. funny how all of those franchises, I was the same exact way. I enjoyed yeah. the 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 glamorous one, the one that had more action or the one that was funnier. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Versus the yeah. one that has a better storyline. Right. Right, which, as we know as adults, is, I would say, Last Crusade yep, and yep, yep. Empire Strikes Back. Yep. <laughs> what is it about the first one that I don't like in these franchises? Because, yeah. I mean, they're good, but they just don't play in. Well, the first Back <laughs> to the Future is definitely the best one, in my well, eyes. I, my I, eyes, I take at that least. Back. I apologize. That but, was my bad. And that's probably because <laughs> Zemeckis didn't want to make sequels. I know it's said to be continued at the end of it, but he never planned on continuing it. Right. So that's probably why. Yeah. But, but that's a great pick. But yeah. And a lot of people don't know that the the suits from the first two Turtles movies were actually made by Jim Henson from the Creature Workshop. Yep. And that's why they look so amazing. I mean, they look better from 1990 than the CGs of the 2014 movie. I agree. So why not just go back to that? Right. I mean, they were far cuter and far less threatening. Yeah. So, I mean... I mean, you can make it, you can make them do crazy things with CG, right? You know, but oh well. The suits were far less practical because they couldn't move as much, and I mean, I get why they went away from that. Yeah, but I do too. Still, at least get CG that looks. I mean, do like an Avatar CG. You know, have it look real. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but they don't have money like that. I guess they don't. They're not. They're not playing with Disney dollars. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Disney would make a good-looking Ninja Turtles movie. <laughs> <laughs> so here's a list of some upcoming... Oh, there's one other live act. Uh, sorry, my, my runner-up was Space Jam. Oh, okay. Because you can say that was based on cartoons. So Yeah, you, you can. Um, and and you, you definitely can. And same with Back in Action, which I actually... Exactly, yeah. I think I prefer that one of the two, even though it's got some problems. Yeah. But... You know, whatever. (laughs) And Masters of the Universe is my close third right there. And speaking of Masters of the Universe, I want to talk about some upcoming live-action cartoon movies. Uh, Of course, He-Man is one of those. And I just read today, I'm excited for this. Did you hear who's writing it? No. The He-Man movie? It's Well, he's, 
I guess he 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 penned like a, a draft or something like that. I guess they're still gonna. I don't think he's been hundred percent hired quite yet, but he was the writer from the very first Iron Man. Oh, nice. Yeah, as long as it's not Iron Man two or three, I'm good. <laughs> right. Which he may have done all three of them. I don't know, but uh, sh- Shane Black did the third one. Okay, then no different guy then. So from the writer of Iron Man, that was a great film. So I am very, very hopeful for this He-Man movie. Yeah, that should be great. I mean, I don't know what the magic formula was for the first Iron Man, but whatever it was, I'm yeah. glad it happened. Yeah. Another one that just I, we just heard about it just last week, I think, a new Ninja Turtle, Turtle movie. They're rebooting the whole franchise. Oh, I actually did not hear about really? this. Yeah, they're rebooting the whole franchise. It is still going to be produced by Michael Bay and the Platinum Dune uh, production company, though. Okay. But I guess it's kind of a positive note that they're rebooting it. So hopefully that means we get new character design. That would be nice. And if they learn anything from, you know, with Bumblebee, make it a little more, a little less kitty. You know what I mean? Right. Although it doesn't, I didn't hate the comedy in the, in the two ones, the two turtle movies we got. So, because they're, no. they're, they're teenagers, you know, they're not mm-hmm. robots with balls hanging. Right. And I think that they kept, <laughs> the sexual stuff to a to a pretty strong minimum yeah. in the Transformers yeah. movies. There's a couple lines that I can think of that were clearly uh, Bayisms, but that's about... Oh, you about mean in the it. Turtles movies, you mean? Yeah, sorry, in the Turtles yeah. movies. I agree, but they are rebooting those movies, so look forward to that. And another good thing is we won't get Will Arnett, so... Right. He just never... <laughs> true. That, he never fit as that character, though. He's not... It just bugged me. No. And Megan Fox, yeah, she's, I mean, she was all right, but she was not April O'Neil. No, she was stiff, but I didn't yeah. mind her. No, I didn't mind her. Um, what are your thoughts on the 2019 Kim Possible movie for Disney Channel? Mm, yeah. I can't, I can't say <laughs> hard enough. <laughs> that looked awful. Uh huh. I was never opposed to the idea, but as soon as no. the trailer hit, I was like, this is not good. God. I mean, I don't know. Did you see the images that they released of the mole rat? Yeah, I did. I mean, that's... And I, I think he looks good, but... Yeah, and Nancy Cartwright is doing the voice, right? Or the... Yeah, yep, which is cool. But yeah, that movie, I know it's a made-for-TV movie, but Disney, they've put money into made-for-TV movies before. Right. And this just looked horrible. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not looking forward to this one. Nope. Me neither. And finally, another one that's been in the talks. I'm sure most people know that Jordan Peele, who wrote and directed Get Out, he wants yes. to make a Gargoyles movie. I think he could do it very well. I think that would be epic. Yeah. He would keep For it sure. on the darker level that it needs to be, I think. Mm-hmm. And I think it would be amazing. Yeah, I think so. And and that's one of those things, playing with that Disney do- that Disney budget yeah, I was talking so about true. earlier. Yep. It would look so good. Yep. And maybe that's when we'll finally get the Rescue Ranger movie they've been talking about for like five years. Maybe. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I'm I, not opposed to that. I just don't know what they can do with yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, I of... think it'd be cool, especially if Disney's actually doing it. Yeah. You know, I'd, be, I'd feel differently if a different company was doing it. If Sony was doing it, I was like, God, no, don't do that. <laughs> right, right. But I'm hopeful. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. No. I guess if they were going to do, and I was thinking about this earlier, I was like, if they were going to do a 
Disney afternoon series as a movie, what would I want it to be? Mm. And that was the only one that comes to mind as like feasible. Yeah, I mean, it's the only one that features, I guess, humans in it besides gargoyles. That's true. Oh, no, no, I was thinking Rescue Rangers. Yeah. Uh, and gargoyles would both work really well. And yeah. maybe bonkers, but... Yeah, yeah, bonkers, that's true. That would never see the light of day, though. No, that show maybe is probably... Maybe a bonkers with Roger Rabbit movie. That would be cool. That would be cool. Or at least a second Roger Rabbit movie exactly, with, bonkers, with bonkers in it. That would be cool. Mm-hmm. I could get behind that. Yeah. <laughs> because they are making a second one. Right. I don't know what so, at what point it's at right now. I think we're still in the script level. Mm-hmm. But they are, and that would be a cool throwback because Roger was supposed to be bonkers, you know, in the right. cartoon series. Mm-hmm. So that would be cool. That would be cool since uh, Bob Hoskins is no longer with us. Yeah. You know, Roger could be forced to leave Eddie Valiant, and then he has to go and work with Lucky and Miranda. <laughs> that there you go, something. dude. Yeah, I, like I hope that. they're listening. Whoever's writing the script. <laughs> huh and uh, I guess that leads us to our final point Mm -hmm. is there a cartoon franchise that has not been touched yet is there a live action movie that you would want to be made out of a franchise that hasn't been done yet yes and that would be well number one I posted about this recently cause news just came out that Tony Hawk was in talks to do Space Jam 2 Skate Jam Uh, yeah yeah (laughs) would be one of those things Skate Jam but more seriously, I think the Jetsons could have a really God, good movie. Yeah, that's I didn't. I'm getting goosebumps right now. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I was just Hanna Barbera has been doing uh, graphic novels, basically of reboots of their old franchises and stuff, and they're more adult takes on the characters. Mm-hmm. And they've got a really good Jetsons six part series out that I haven't finished, but I've been reading a little bit in it, and it's it's excellent. That would be amazing and easy to do. Yeah. I mean, there's no weird, besides, you know, Astro and that kind of stuff, there's nothing really over the top that you need to do for creatures, at least. No, exactly. Huh. That would be cool. Yeah, I, I would I would like to see that. How okay. about you? I, I came up with a few. I got three of them, but I won't talk about long about each one of them. Of course, my number one is Thundercats, and it is in talks right now to be made. We've talked about it before. Yeah. Um, it looks like it's been greenlit and everything. I just don't think they've picked a director or a writer quite yet. So Thundercats, okay. although I don't know if I want a CG one or a live action one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because if you do live action, it's probably going to be CG. Mm-hmm. But if they keep it like Avatar, I'd be good with that. Sure. Have them look like the Avatar characters in that kind of a setting to where it looks so real. I'd be good with that. Right. I can agree. Just as long as they don't come to, like, Earth and run exactly. around New York. No, I think they've learned from Master of the Universe not to do that one. <laughs> Which, the reason why they did that, people don't know. They did it for budget reasons. They couldn't make a set to mm-hmm. look like Eternia, so they they just came to New York. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Um, my other two. Um, I want a Wacky Races movie. Oh, that would be so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that would be so cool. And it's, it features characters that need more love than they get, you know? Yeah. Another one kind of going out of the box. I want a live-action movie based on a lot of the stories from the X-Men animated series. Oh, yeah. 
I want well, characters. Well, we're getting Dark Phoenix next year. Huh. Yeah, we sure are. Why are we even getting that? It's the Disney know. owns it, and they're going to reboot it. What are they going to possibly do after that? I don't think Disney owns the rights to them. To that yeah. one? Okay. Uh, I, I think if this is, who owns it? Fox or Sony? I get confused. Mm. Fox, it's I think. Fox, yeah. I think this is Fox's like last-ditch effort because as long as they keep releasing movies, then the rights don't go over to Disney. Mm-hmm. I think that's how it works. Okay. But don't quote me on that. But, but yeah, if we can just get characters that looked like the animated series characters, I would be so happy. I know. If a live-action movie came out like that. And the storylines in the first season, at least, were epic in the animated mm-hmm. series. Even second season. It went downhill around season three, but we won't talk about that now. <laughs> right. I think we've talked about it before uh, to a certain level. But I think, you know, they could easily make the first season into one movie. Yeah, that's so true. Because a lot of, of it, I mean, focus around morph, focus around, you know, the, mm-hmm. the wedding, I guess. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I agree. I think at least it may be a two-parter movie. Sure. Yeah, why not? Apocalypse would be the main villain, I guess. Right. Yep. Which, as much as I liked the Age of Apocalypse movie, I wouldn't mind a more animated version of that yeah, character. more accurate looking to the comics yeah. and the animated series, I agree. Yep. But yeah, everybody, let us know what you think. What was your favorite yeah. live-action cartoon movie, and what do you want to see? You know, Hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, or even the Facebook page, or send an email out. Love to hear about your thoughts. Yeah, there's a lot of options to choose from. And, and one of those is when they keep talking about but I haven't heard anything is that mask movie oh yeah okay that would be good mm-hmm. I agree they, they were talking about doing that and then blending it into a new G.I. Joe franchise and then you've got cars that transform plus soldiers and yeah. then like bring transformers into it I'm like that would be the perfect starting point for an expanded universe if yep. y'all want to have one but who knows yep who knows and uh yeah that was fun though yeah that was fun and uh I guess we'll do it again next month. All right. I guess I'll write that down now. Let's try to do that. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Let's try to record next month. Last year was kind of hit or miss with episodes, but. <laughs> yep. And also one quick thing. Yeah. If you want to help us out, we have a Patreon campaign going on. So, I mean, it starts at two bucks a month. All money goes towards the podcast or YouTube stuff. So think about it. Go to our website, SaturdayMorningRewind.com. Go to the Patreon section and go check it out. We'd really appreciate it. Excellent. And and one more thing for me. I hope to be at the Pensacon in Pensacola, Florida in late February. So I will update more as that gets closer, either through the Facebook page or on the podcast, assuming we get together <laughs> in a <Yep>. month. And, <laughs> uh, and uh, so if you're there, let me know. I'd love to see you. Yes, I agree. And I will be at my house for the next 12 months. If you happen to run into <laughs> me, just say hi, you know, handshake, hug, whatever. That's oh. right. Well, if if you're anywhere in Montana, there's a good chance. True. Or true. in Tim's area of Montana. <laughs> yeah, if you go to Walmart, you'll see me. We have like two Walmarts in Montana, you know. <laughs> He's the tall one. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right, guys, we'll see you guys next time. See ya. Thanks for listening to Saturday Morning Rewind. Please check them out on Facebook and Twitter. And that's all, folks.